I had a coach ask me that one time, what do you really want? What do you really want out of your practice? Really? And I was just like, uh, yeah. And I start saying something, right? And he goes, he'll call me out on it. And he'd be like, that's BS. He goes, you're, you're telling me what everyone else says. Yeah. What do you want? Hello, and welcome to Outer Spaces, a podcast dedicated to empowering designers and contractors in the outdoor living space. Through this show, I hope to create a powerful resource for you, someone who is trying to grow their company, but might not have all the tools and processes to do so. On Outer Spaces, we're passionate about breaking the chains of small mindsets and helping contractors just like you take control of their businesses and their lives. My name is Joshua Gillow, and through my 25 years of dirt under the nails experience, I look forward to sharing tips, strategies, and other contractor success stories here on the Outer Spaces podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Outer Spaces podcast. This is your host, Joshua Gillow. And today, our guest is a business success coach, certified pediatric chiropractor, an author of three books, and a podcaster. Uh, he helps business owners uh, define what success means to them, then cultivate a system that focuses on one's mind, one's energy, and systems to achieve that process. Through his diverse background in the healing arts, neurology, quantum physics, uh, universal laws, and much more, he brings a unique perspective that can help an individual find their path to fulfillment. His greatest reason why he coaches is to put an end to struggle in business and learn the art and flow of life mastery. Today's guest is Dr. Vic Manzo, and uh, we have a really great conversation around this whole concept of what is success. If you're a business owner or a heck a human being out there and you don't have an idea of what success, how you define success on a daily basis, a monthly basis, a yearly basis, you're going to struggle because you're always going to be trying to do more to try to fulfill that hole that you keep feeling inside of yourself, that fulfillment that you keep looking for, that to fill that hole. And oftentimes, I know I learned in my journey that I kept thinking it was things that I could buy, and it's not. It's not those things. So listen into this, this episode. This episode could change your life. It's how do you define success? And once you do that, every single day becomes much more beautiful. So listen in. Okay, Vic. So I see you do a lot of really cool stuff in the business world. And, uh, you know, what I'd love to get deeper into in this podcast today is, you know, as a business owner, I know that I've been doing it for a business owner for the last 26 years now. And there's a lot of times throughout business that I find myself getting excited about an idea, but not really defining what success might look like in that idea. I just get excited by just doing it like the achievement of it, but I'm not really always sure where the, the, the goal is. So I'd love to get deeper into conversation with you today about how do we define success, especially as business owners? How do we define success? Is it tons of money in the bank? Is it a fancy car? Is it big houses or third houses? Like what is the best way for us as business owners to start defining success for ourselves? I love how you bring this up and the question how you ask it because you're, you're, you're sharing what the matrix is in the sense of what success is, right? When we think of success, this is what happened to me. I know a lot of other people I talk to when you think of like, who is a successful individual? If I had you put in your mind, just image really quick, what does a successful person look like? Most of the time, people are going to look at them being very well-dressed, maybe designer clothes. They have a very nice fancy car. What's their house look like? Well, it's usually a big house, maybe a pool in the backyard. Whatever. We, we get into the, and that's, that's a construct of a program that we've downloaded and embedded in our minds to think that to be true. And this is why... When we look at like Forbes came out with an article, I forgot when, maybe 2018, 17, but it was one of the things where they talked about how entrepreneurs, 60% of them are burned out, right? Burnout's yeah. a big thing. Yep. And I always say that one of the reasons why is because we haven't truly defined what success means to us, right? In life, how we define something is how we experience it. And so if you have no clue what success is or you're taking someone else's definition, well, you're going to end up being either burned out trying to get to that point, not feeling, or both, what also can happen is being unfulfilled when you do get there. Yeah. And that was my personal journey. Five years in, hit my financial peak, unfulfilled, unsatisfied, unsatisfied to where I wanted to actually almost thought about leaving the profession of chiropractic. Because yeah. I was just like, this is not, if this is how business should be in the chiropractic profession, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. And you have, and I had to go through some really deep seeking to really find that. So we have to define it, and you have to define it on your terms. That's the first step. Yeah. If if we don't define it there, get a clear, clear, crystal definition, and you can see it, you can visualize it, and you can see that in your mind of what it looks like, seeing yourself being there, 
then you're never going to understand or know what to do to get to that point. You're going to always have incongruence, incongruences. And when you yeah. do that, that's lack. It's going to be a low vibe, low this. And it yeah. starts to create that unfulfillment. And then we feel like, because you'll feel it, yep. the body picks up on things and goes, you, you, even though you may not be aware of this, subconsciously it's like, we're not in congruence. So what is it going to do? The mind revs. When the mind starts to rev, we think we need to do more and more and more and more. That's why this whole cycle, vicious cycle of burnout and fulfillment, burnout and fulfillment will continue to go until you wake up and realize, oh crap, I'm, there's something else to this. There's, I'm tired of seeing the same pattern. You know, and that's, it's funny because you're speaking right into my soul here. I've been through that so many times, you know, when it comes to thinking that the next adventure, the next project, the next, you know, a lot of contractors and small business owners, they listen to this podcast and it's like one to the next, like with us in the world of outdoor living, it's, it's like, all right, we got this project. You get so excited. I got success. I won this project. Now it's time to deliver this project and make money. Right. And then it's like, okay, good. And then everything goes wrong. The weather's not right. Like, and it's a huge struggle and you get through all of that and it's fun. And then guess what? All the money that comes in, maybe some is left and then you can put it back into the business or pay for something. And then the whole cycle starts again. And you're like, all right, another mountain to climb. It seems like we're always climbing mountains constantly. Right. And that's, that's how it was in most of the early days. And I realized, you know, not too long ago that I've never really defined what success is in that category. Like, what is success? Is it making others happy? Is it making a lot of money? Is it making sure I have an X margin on every project? Is it having tons of work to do? Is it serving people? Is it buying new equipment? Is it hiring new people? Like, it's to define what that is, is super important because once you have that that success definition then you've got finally a target to aim at if not it's like you pull back the arrow and the bow and you just shut your eyes and just shoot and that's how most of us run business and I, I did it for the longest time because i never thought much about the success for me success was not being poor for me success was having new adventures to to chase new projects to chase new clients to serve but there was never like an, a, a coalescing end goal for all of that you know, so I'd love for you to speak deeper into how you help business owners define what that is, because I feel like that's a, that's a it's a very big um, problem in most business owners' lives. For them, it's like, well, I, the, the success is the fact that I don't have to punch a, a time card to another business that I own my job. That's success, and that could be exactly what it needs to be. There's no wrong in that, but define what that is so that you're not always trying to grab for stuff that may or may not ever give you the fulfillment like we talked about earlier with that tons of cars and house and all that. And that, that is your thing. So be it. Just make sure you own it. Yeah. Well, and there's nothing. And I always tell people like I have nothing against big houses, nice cars, you know, they're mm -hmm. nice to have. Um, but it's, it's a value thing and what matters to you the most. And I think that's a lot of times. The one question I ask business business owners that's it not the, it's not a, what what success to you is is when I ask them the question what do you want yeah. it always fat and, and don't be wrong I'm not judging because I was there too I I I'm on, I've been on the other side so then it's like I know how when I might I had a coach ask me that one time what do you really want what yeah. do you really want out of your practice really want? and I was just like uh, yeah and I start saying something right and he goes he would call me out on it and he'd be like that's BS he goes you're you're telling me what everyone else says yeah. what do you want and in my life, I've always had to, you know, again, this is where I teach a lot of business owners. Like a lot of our stuff comes from early on, you know, childhood and a lot of other stuff. So I'm like, these are constructs that exist. So you're going to, you know, me, I was a people pleaser. So what I do, I'll say whatever I have to say to please the person. Yep. And then it was like, no, I need to, I need to take a step back here and be like, what really matters? And just, I got to really care more about what matters to me. Yeah. So to answer the question, when I work with business owners, how to really get to that definition is really tapping into their values and what really matters most to them. And this is not just something you figure out in a, in a matter of a 30 minute video watching or do, this is self-reflected time. And this is where I get them to reset their mind and get into a certain place. So we'll use mindfulness tools like breath work and maybe get into a meditative state, maybe do some journaling. And I tell them, there's no time when you're going to figure this out. Because our mind wants to go like, especially if we're more male dominant, just the way our neurology works a little bit more, we want to know, hey, when I do this, I'm going to get to this. Yeah. And I always say, you got to let all that go. You're just going to have to embrace this process and wait for the things that come up. And here's the thing. It's a feeling. It's not a mental thing. So there's a feeling that's going to come up that's going to create congruency. And this congruency, you can call it soul's purpose. You can call it your vision, your reason why you exist. Whatever terminology works for you, I, I, I always tell my clients, I don't care. It's just yeah. the point of it's something deeper. And and when you understand why you exist and you'll get into these values, you'll feel this like feeling of good. Yeah. It's like a deep feeling. We've all had it. You've had it. I've had it. We've all experienced that in some way, shape, or form. 
And that's when we're in alignment to what truly matters for us. Mm -hmm. And so when we can start to use that as a tool and teach our brain, wire it that way to say, hey, when this happens, this means good stuff or I'm in alignment or whatever you want to say. You get to program all this. This is the cool part of it all. Then all of a sudden, now when it comes to, man, what's success? Man, I feel really good when this is happening. Man, success means this. You know, for me, a lot of times, I'll, I'll share my definition. Success for me is really just having freedom to do whatever I want, whenever I want, whenever I choose to. And if it wants to be Going open up a business and do that, then I can do ahead and do that. If I want to, you know, most time time is with my family. It's the most biggest thing for me. Yep. And I know a lot of people say that it is for me. It's like all I do is if I'm working, if I'm not working, I'm with my family, and that's just what matters. That's what lights me up. And so it's one of those things where um, that success when I don't have any restriction, I don't have to be pulled away from them. You know, there's things I love to do that build. So it's not like I'm if I choose, I have to. I want to do something for the world too. So that's important. But that's where it comes down to and then defining that, how does that all relate? So when I'm going to go maybe do coaching and work with coaching clients or just patients or whatever that is I'm going to be doing, it's one of those things that in my head, it's like that's buying me even more time with them. Yeah. It's buying me more. So I, it, it, it motivates me and inspires me. There's other ways I do this, but that's just one of them. But you got to know tapping into what you really value. Because I've been down that thinking the nice cars and the big house. I had a big house and I went with a bigger house. I got these nice cars and I went even nicer cars. And all of a sudden I was just like, this is this is not it. Yeah. Like this is so unfulfilling for me. And I realized I'm actually not – I'm the total opposite. I could care less about those things. I like something that's nice, but I don't really care if it's this or that. I just want it to be nice and that's it. That's just how I kind of live my life. And I realized I'm like, well, I'm really easygoing. I'm more minimal than I thought I would be yeah. because I really started to you, indulge in this relationship with myself. To ignore all the noise and really just see what is it that I really care about matters most to me. And that's where we got to discover our values. That's where it usually starts from. That's where it's true. And for me, it was around age 35, 40 when I started to ask those bigger questions. Because when I was, you know, in businesses growing up and making money and I said, you know what? You know, I identified as a designer, right? Because that's what I did with the, the company. I was a designer. So I'm like, what does a designer do? A designer has nice clothes. A designer has a nice car. A designer does a certain thing, eats at a certain place. Like this is what they do. But to your point earlier, that's what other success looks like. And it wasn't my success. I was emulating what I saw success on TV, on social media, and what I've been exposed to my whole life was the fact that when you were successful, you do these things. You go buy this kind of thing. You go to this certain restaurant. And the funny part was, Vic, is that it didn't make me more fulfilled. It actually did the opposite. And I didn't even realize it for a while. And then I said, you know what? I can go to a a local Target or I can go to a local Kohl's and I can buy a shirt for probably 30 bucks, right? And that shirt, when I look at it, I'm like, all right, well, that's a $30 shirt. Or I can go next door to the Express for Men or one of these fancier Banana Republics, whatever, and I can buy a shirt for $100 or $200 and I can walk around that. It's funny how you feel different when you walk around that $200 shirt, even though it's probably made in the same damn line as the other one, right? It just has a different tag on it, but it makes you feel different. And I'd be like, well, I'm wearing this or I'm wearing that brand. It made me feel special, but deep down, I was unfulfilled. I did not feel more fulfillment from that. I got excited about buying it. I love when it showed up from the Amazon package or when I walked out of the store. But after a while, once you washed it a few times, you're just like, oh yeah, all right, I remember that shirt. All right, got it. And dude, that was me 35 to 40-ish, right? In that realm, I'm like, finally I have a little bit of money. I can do this, this is gonna be great. But it was not bringing me any success. It was not bringing me fulfillment. On the outside, it looked that way, but I wasn't feeling that on the inside. And I was trying to buy that and it didn't work. And so I sold the car and I started just buying clothes. I mean, a shirt I have on right now, I think it cost me $10, <laughs> right? I just don't give a shit about that stuff anymore. My <laughs> shoes have holes in them and I just don't care because it's not in that. I finally learned that it's not in those things. And you see billionaires that drive old trucks and, and wear the same clothes all the time. And there's, there's something about that, that realization that when you define success as not being things, but a state of being, as you mentioned, freedom, that's, absolutely true like once i started feeling freedom in my soul and not having to worry about punching you know punching a clock but you know but but constantly working just to keep up i'm like oh wait a minute what's life like when i don't have to worry about that what's life like when i am truly free what does that even look like i don't even know what that looks like but i'm just telling you listeners out there when you start disconnecting from the person or or the, the physical things and you focus more on experiences with family and you focus more on on you know self growth and personal growth and spiritual growth and all those types of things that's where the fulfillment comes from it's not from the stuff you buy 
that you think is going to fill that hole because you know deep down it never will. 100%. And I love how you bring that up too because it's like, and I was there too because even like, I, I mean, so many times you see in business, once you get to this level, you need to go to this level. Once you get yeah. to this level, you got to go to this level. I was having a conversation with a friend about this and he was he was talking to a, a, someone else and they're like killing it and doing unbelievable. And he's, he, he's like, man, I thought I was doing really well. And he does very well. But it was one of those things like he's like, now I got to get to that next level. And I said, hold up. My one question was, and I asked this to my clients from time to time. I said, when will you be satisfied? Yeah. Because I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with growing and doing all that. I have, I'm, there's nothing against that. I'm a, big, I'm a big person about growth and constantly growing and all those kind of things. But I'm like, but when will you be satisfied to take a step back and just be like, I'm good where I'm at? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that things aren't going to work out. You're not going to want to grow a business. Or you want to do other things. Look at billionaires. A lot of times, they, they, they're at a point where they, they, they know this so well. I don't know if they know this consciously, um, like they do this actively, but they're in that state where they're just like, I'm satisfied. Now, some people say, no, they're billionaires. Look how much they want to keep going. I'm not saying they don't have an ego thing and there's some that may fight. I'm not, trust me, that I know that exists, but it's one of those things that they're so in love with what they do and what they enjoy so much. That's why money just keeps flowing to them. It's an energy thing at the end of the day. So when we really define success and how it really values and how it makes us feel, now all of a sudden, we'll start to see a piece of that pie. It's not may not happen instantaneously, but it does happen. I mean, a lot of my clients, I mean, I'm a business coach, but here's the funny thing. A lot of times I don't get into business concepts at all. Yeah. I mean, it might take a year before I, we get into that realm. And the only reason why is because they need to scale and they already got the mind down. They got these other things I've taught down, them down pretty well. So all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, now we got to put in some systems. So let's start going there. It's the only reason why I get into business concepts. Yep. Because at the end of the day, when they do this kind of work, they just, they grow and, and, it, and they're blown away. And one of my, one client recently, just a year alone, I think we were doing his numbers and he's like 70% up this year. And he's like, I haven't done anything different, but I know my, I mean, he's a chiropractor. He's like, my practice is different, but I haven't done anything different. This yeah. is weird. And I go, don't judge it. Just keep doing the work. I go, there's a whole system to re why this works. And it's a feeling. It's getting the energy right and just doing that. And we can get defined so clearly to our success and what it means to us. Then all of a sudden, when we, when we take action, it's just going to keep feeling. This is inspiration. This is not motivation now. Because this is you're inspiring yourself. The more you do, the more you're gonna be inspired to want to yeah. do. And it's just this. And and this is something I again I didn't learn this. I mean, I, I had I had to relearn all these things in some ways. But once I figured this out, even my own business, my chiropractic business for that you know the last five years, I had it. I never had to worry about anything. It constantly kept growing. We kept hitting results, even when we took hits on certain things like COVID and stuff like that. I was like, everything's gonna be fine, and it was. And it was fascinating because again, coming back to what's success. Because yeah. it wasn't about, oh, man, my numbers went down. Oh, yeah. man, my finances went down. Yeah. It was my focus on my business and why I had it as a chiropractor was I wanted to shift healthcare and work and really empower moms and so forth. So my whole energy was I still have moms coming into the office. I'm still yeah. working with kids. Yeah. That's all that matters to me. Yep. And I get to serve them. And so since I stayed there, 40% hit one month, three months later, breaking records yeah. because of that. Yeah. No, I love that, dude. It's so true. And comparison robs you so much because we're always comparing oh. ourselves to others and we should be there and what happens is and i know i was very uh um you know after this in the past where i'd look and say oh well that company's grown so much faster we start around the same time why are they doing so much better than me from the outside at least they bought more trucks they did more stuff they're buying this they're, they got more employees whatever it might be like i'm trying to define success based on what i'm seeing in their business and i have no idea what's going on behind the behind the, the hood you know what i mean i have no idea what's going on there and what I've learned is that comparison robs you. It robs you of the joy of what you're doing and, and you will never be good enough because somebody's always going to be faster, smarter, richer, quicker, whatever it might be. They're always going to be one step somewhere else that you aren't. So defining your own success is going to give you that, that respite, that place that you don't, you can just shut your eyes and be like, comparison doesn't matter. You know, at the top of, of any game is, is collaboration, not comparison. So if you have competition, then you're not playing the game at a high enough, high enough level. It's, it's when you start working on collaboration and saying, okay, well, instead of worrying about what they have, how can I keep serving better than I did yesterday? Just, that's it. How can I serve better than I did yesterday? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about something that's a big thing for me is always, you know, I, I, it was very hard. And still to this day, it comes up. I mean, I, I just turned 40 and it's one of those things like I look back and I'm like, man, where if I was, what I thought I would be at 40 now and I have people I know who are at 40 or even younger and they're just killing and I'm not even at that level. But then I was like, nope, that's, that's an old program. I'm going to let that go. Yep. And I've learned this, what I teach a lot of people is that you always want, the only person you want to compete with is yourself. 
I mean, it's just a common term. But what I always say is look at how you reacted to things in the last three to six months, maybe the last year, and how you react to things now. Mm-hmm. That's the real growth there. It is. Even though, let's say financially, you're not even there or what all these other levels are, it doesn't matter because the reaction and how you react to certain things in life, business, profession, whatever that is, when you react in a more, I don't want to say positive way, but I guess I'm just going to go with the word positive, a more positive way and you're not letting things get to you as much and you're being more resilient and those kind of things, that's growth because that's going to lead to the higher levels of success of what you want to experience, whatever that, how, again, that going back to how you define it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's why I always tell people it's something that I've been getting better and better at. And I, and I love the reaction thing. I've been teaching my clients this for the last couple of years. And it's, it's really great for me because then I'm just like, I don't care what, you know, I might get caught into something and I'll be like, hold on, let me back up. Okay, how would I, how have I been reacting to what life has been going, throwing at me lately? Yeah, and you know, yeah. this came up and I didn't even get bothered. Like, I, yeah. yeah, I may have got like a little something, but I corrected it. And I said, nope, this is what I'm going to respond to. And I'm going to choose this. And this is how it's going to, we're going to go that route and see how it goes. And then it's like more freeing. And I'm like, actually, I am growing. This is awesome. All right, cool. Yeah. And that's kind of, it, it's, it's, it's that freeing aspect that I really enjoy the most. And that's what clients get. And that's what happens when we, we let go of that comparison because it does rob us massively of our own For joy. sure. And we often compare our week one to someone else week 500, right? Isn't it? Or, or year one to someone else's year 20. And then we have this, this pattern will run in our head where we should be further along. Yeah, we might be only one year and they might be 20 years in, but we can do it faster. We're better than them. We can get there, right? And then you're just chewing on that constantly and it's, it's pulling you down. And then you're constantly judging yourself for not being where they are. It's like, wait till you're 20 years in. And then look at it and see if that is even the direction you wanted to go. And it's, it's, it's just crazy when it, how our minds do that. And we're all susceptible to this stuff. And like, I, I doubt anyone listening out there hasn't had that happen where they compare themselves to others, whether it's weight, whether it's speed, whether it's money, whether it's status, whether it's house, whether it's car, whether it's job. I mean, there's so many of these things, but we have not had the life experience that they have. Their life experience has brought them exactly to where they are. You know, and when we compare ourselves to them, we may or may not want those life experiences to get them to where they were, right? Right now, God has given us this opportunity and our, you know, amazing gifts that he's given us. It's our goal and our obligation to define what they are, success, right? Define what they are and to share them with as many people as we can. So in doing that, comparison just doesn't matter anymore. You know, and it's more about comparing yourself to who you were yesterday. That is it. And then killing that clone every single day and growing just two millimeters every day. Just keep focusing on a little bit of growth. It's what the soul wants and just keep moving forward. And it's, it's really tough when everything we see on social media and on news and all that stuff, it's all about comparisons. It's all about competition. It's, it's, that's, that's what keeps our reptilian brain engaged. But really, that's not where the good stuff is, right? So it's, it's about awareness first. And if you can be aware of these things and realize that your mind is trying to do this and these are just patterns, they're just old patterns, like old records, you can take them off and you can change them. You just have to be aware of them. So just uh, the first question is for the listeners out there is how do you define success in life? Is it a thing? Is it a feeling? And how will you ever get there? Yeah, it's, I mean, for me, it's that it's a feeling that I chase. It's that feeling every day of just feeling like up, you know, high energy. And I don't want to say high energy. It's more of this like inner joy is like what I like to call it, yeah, this bliss yeah. feeling. Um, and every morning I set myself to that stage to be at that vibe so that I'm ready to take on the day. I'm excited for the day. I'm excited for the experience. I'm grateful for having another day to go through that. Right. And those are the kind of things that how I define it, how I gauge my metric when it comes to whatever may show up for the day, doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I may get pulled away here and there sometimes emotionally, but at the end of the day, it's just knowing that here's what I'm doing to serve. Here's where I am. Like I was going to be on a podcast with you today and I was sitting there going, I'm, I'm excited that I'm going to have this opportunity. I'm excited just to share. I have no idea where it's going to go. I don't know what questions are going to come. I don't know any of that. And I'm happy about that. And I'm like, I just want to be able, I'm going to be able to get my energy to a certain level and then just be able to share from that. And at the end of the day, as long as I know that energy hit, I consider it successful. And so that's kind of how I define it. I'm always looking more at the feeling. Well, ever, the feeling won't always be there forever because we're in this physical realm. So that's, we have these ups and downs. So it's one of those things that, um, it's more of embracing it when it's there. And when I can really get it, sometimes we're in the zone and you're like, man, I'm on fire today. Everything's just killing it. And it's like, awesome. I'm appreciative for that. Cause I know there's gonna be days when it's not. Yep. And, and that's kind of the method of life. So take it as it comes, but it's that feeling of getting into this, again, this space of this inner joy, this inner bliss. And it's a lot of gratitude in there. Um, and then just when I'm doing whatever it is I am doing, it's that feeling that's showing up in the process. 
I love that. I love it so true. And you mentioned freedom, you know, before, and, and freedom can be taken in so many ways as being your success, how you feel success. So how, when you say freedom, what does that mean to you? And how could others, if that was their, also their success as well, what could that mean for them? Yeah. I mean, so the thing is it, it, it's financial freedom. It's also though time freedom, which is yeah. the bigger one. Right. And so being able to, I mean, I love coaching. I love coaching my clients. I also like to spend a lot of time with my family. I am nowhere near, I know you're in the construction world. I am nowhere near when it comes to build. I like woodworking, but I'm, I'm a novice at this. Been doing it now for seven years. Still got so much to learn in that. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where there's, what is it that I enjoy, want to do? If I want to take, you know, a month off and be able to go and just travel, you know, have that opportunity. Those are some of my bigger goals of one I want to get to. But, um, but it's it's that type of freedom and not being like I have to do X Y Z to make ends meet, to do this, to be pulled, or even the freedom to, or even the choice of having to listen to you know be. be there's nothing wrong with being an employer employee or anything like that. But it's just like being able to still express because I could work for someone. But the prop the thing is is being able to still express me in the process yeah. um, in that journey. So that that's kind of how I look at it when it comes to that, when we're looking at freedom yeah. and just, you know, freedom to choose and experience and enjoy really what it comes down to. I love that. Cause that's definitely high on my list of, of definitions of success is that freedom side, freedom of time. Number one, as you mentioned, you know, freedom of, of money, freedom of spirit, freedom of joy that is constantly moving through. You know, I've, I've learned over the years that, there's certain things that bring you joy and put you in flow state and you can just do that thing forever. And I'm like, why wouldn't I do more of those things? Like, why wouldn't I avoid the things that drive me crazy or hand them to somebody else as a business owner or, or figure out a system or process that can manage that side of things and focus on what brings me bliss and what brings me joy, what brings me fulfillment and keeps me in that, that flow state. Like, why don't we define our lives by that? And say, you know, if we can do more of that, for me, for the longest time, it was just serving people when it comes to business in the very beginning. And after that, it was through design. And then from there, it was managing and, and promoting and growing teams. And so it can keep changing. But through that, that idea of how do we find that flow state, that thing that just brings us constant joy and just get as much as you possibly can of that, right? Because that, that means you're lined up with God's gifts. That's where you're lined right in there. You, that's that uh, congruency you talked about earlier. That's, the, that's the, the, the river that runs through it all. And just thinking through your life, what things bring you great joy? Even if they're hard to do, what bring you great joy and what things bring you tons of stress and try to alleviate the stress and you know, set that off to somebody else or, or to, uh, you know, give somebody else the opportunity for that because your stress might be their gift. Isn't that the truth, right? How many times does that happen when you're like, man, I hate doing that, but you hand it to somebody and you de- you delegate it and they look at it and they're like, thank you. And they just go to town. They love that. It's like, it's, it's like you just poured fuel on them. Like go, you know, this is perfect. You just fed them their favorite meal. They're so excited. And you're like, thank God they like that. Cause I wouldn't want to do that every day, you know, but there's no better or worse. You know, it's, it's really at the end of the day, all the same. It's just a matter of some people are more wired for one thing than you are. And that's okay. Exactly. And, and, and you, you said it so eloquently too. I mean, this is what I tell people all the time, follow, find that, follow that joy and just stay with it. Like with, even from business advice, when you look at business advice, it's like, if you're just starting out, Hey, you're probably going to have to do a lot of things. I always tell people like, you got to get through the turbulence of business when you first start. Oh, yeah. It's just unfortunate. I mean, you could still do all these things we're sharing and it, and it all works, but there's going to be some things that you're going to have to wear multiple hats. It's just yep. the, unless you have the funds and the, to hire all the people and do it, then that changes the ball game. But there comes a point in that process and in that journey, you're finding what you really enjoy and what you don't. And then the stuff that you don't, you just delegate it when you have the finances to do that. And you can play a mind trick on here too, if you don't mind me sharing, Please. is because let's say you're got you're doing something, you're like, I hate doing this, I can't stand doing this. Well, you're never gonna like it because you keep saying that. Yeah. But instead, if you change, flip the values around and go, well, I love doing, let's say X, okay? So if you love doing X, but you have to do Y, just flip your mind and just say, man, when I'm doing Y, as much as I don't like doing this, this is going to allow me one day to do more of X. Yep. And then you just, it's just a pre-frame of the mind and you shift your perspective. And when you can really get into that, then all of a sudden you're like, I can handle it. I can deal with it. I'll handle it now. It's okay. I'm not going to let it get to me. So I'm not going to go, oh, here we go again. I got to do this. Instead, it's just like, all right, I'm going to do this now, but I know there's going to come a time I won't be anymore. And I can see that. And now all of a sudden, now you're visualizing, you're seeing yourself not doing it, you're seeing yourself delegating. And now you're in that creative space rather than that resistance, focusing on the negative, lowering the vibe, creating more resistance. And actually, you're going to be doing more of that and then not enough of what you want to do yeah. uh, in that process. I love that. And it's a whole concept of instead of I have to, I get to. 
right? Flipping that script and saying that to your point, hey, you know, I might have to do this now, but it's actually me getting to do this so I can get to do more of the stuff that I really love, you know, and, and seeing it from that sense, from a more positive spin, because our mind is, you know, whatever we tell it to be. And if we use certain words and cast spells, you know, through our words, we can, uh, we can impact how things work pretty, uh, pretty significantly. So, um, so people out there listening that are saying, okay, well, I really don't have a great, you know, I haven't really thought much about what does success really mean for me, or maybe I'm on the wrong trail like I was for the longest time. What is your, your advice for people? How do they kind of right the, the ship? How do they get back to finding that success? And uh, how do they, we've already talked about how they know it, but if you could bring that full circle, that'd be great. Yeah, so let's look at, so one of the things is you, we can do a whole thing about journaling and resetting and all that, but I think one of the great things to do is you just do a reflection on the moments that you were the happiest or had the most excite, like bliss of doing something when, when something may occur or something that taps into that, 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 that feeling. Again, it's a feeling, it's not a mental thing. Um, we can try to tie words to it and all that, but it's, it's really more of a feeling of where that's going to come from that really gets you excited, that bliss state, that joy state. Um, but you, there's clues in our past that will guide us to what really success means for us. Like it wasn't, you know, you, if you're really excited about something and all of a sudden you're not, you get really bothered of something. Like, for example, let's say I'm number one at this. Okay, that's, that's usually anything that you say you're number one is an ego thing. But... In, and then, but if you're just like, instead, I don't care about that, it's just the process of doing this or being able to do that. It's the things that are, and I'm kind of pushing my definition a little bit on this because I'll say it's the things that are non-material. Usually that's, you know, but it's going to come back to that really honing in on that feeling and looking back at your life and when those things kind of showed up can kind of give you some guidance to that. Yeah. Um, you know, man, I got lost in doing this. I didn't realize this was happening. Mm -hmm. I just was doing it, and I, man, it was like an hour and a half or whatever. And I, but I felt great. I enjoyed the process. You know, let's 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 evaluate that. What yeah. that creates excitement. That's going to lead to then more of what your values are, what you enjoy more, and that's going to lead to then defining. Hey, how can I do more of that? Because that's going to lead you to the success. And again, I'm not defining success in that way and defining it, but I'm sharing the process to. Uh, unraveling that so you can experience more of what it is that success that how you define it to be I love it how important do you think it is for people to celebrate their success success is using celebration and and going one step beyond that is concreting that into their daily practice in a way like for instance you know when I Throughout most of my early life, I was so focused as a designer to make sure everything looked designery. Let's put it that way, right? So, you know, in, in my house and, and all of that would be, you know, just things that look like a designer space. You know, it'd be like the stuff you'd see in magazines, whatever. That was my vision of what a house would look like. And then my wife and her infinite intelligence <laughs> comes in and she uh, she starts putting pictures all over the wall, the kids and, and different trips and all that stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're messing up my space here. Like in my head, I'm thinking like, I have this, the, I don't want all that clutter on there. I just want this to look like a magazine. And she's like, we don't live in a magazine. This, this is, you know, this house is a, basically a trophy case for our life. Like all the moments, all the things that we've captured and not stuff, but time spent with others, right? And she was so right with that. It took me a long time to learn that one. So when I then finished the basement out and created office space down there, uh, I started, then I got my chance to do all the designery stuff that I wanted and nobody bothered it. And I was like, this is great. But it felt so lonely. It felt so disconnected. So I said, all right, well, my office is going to be my, my trophy room where I, you know, different adventures we go on, mountains we climb, different events that we go to. I take pictures at every one of them and I put them on the wall. And each day I sit here and reflect on those exact moments. I'm looking at them right now as we're talking. I look around and I see the faces of the people that we shared those moments with, man. And it refills my entire soul with those moments and those memories. Um, going from the, you know, everything has to be like a magazine to forget the magazine, dude. That was back with the car time and a designer mindset. And I had to have all those fancy clothes. I don't care about any of that stuff now. That was just the memories. And I wish I would have learned that a lot earlier. I wish I would have learned that much earlier. I'm only 44 now, but still. You know, now it's like my goal is to fill this trophy room with experiences, not just not for me, but from all the time I got to spend with so many amazing people and learn so many things. And every day, especially days that are tough, we all have tough days, no matter how good you are about managing state, we all have tough days. You can look up and be like, man, this is just one, just one more day. Tomorrow's going to be different. We'll get through this one. I remember how awesome life has been and to be reminded constantly and have those pictures all over the wall, man. I don't, so I know we went in two different directions there, but that's the celebration side of things. I'd love to hear your thought on that. 
have to, you must to, you, you got to set them up. I'm, you're talking to a type A driver. I never, I was always like, oh, we had that go. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. And my wife with her infinite wisdom also was like, no, you, we need to, we, you need to learn to start celebrating things. Yeah. And so you just, it, even if it's the smallest thing, celebrate yeah. it. Get used to celebrating those small things. Your brain wants that. It's actually a yeah. dopamine response. And you're going to train the brain because what will end up happening is you're going to start to attract that. You're going to want that more. And all of a sudden, your brain's going to be like, hey, where's that? I need that kick. I want more excitement. And so yeah. you're literally attracting into your life more success, how you define it, yeah. to then all of a sudden be like, hey, the brain wants its kick. It's going to get what it wants. This is what you're training it. And, I mean, we used to even get into the point of, like, having a – a bank account where we would put money into and we would just be like hey once that money gets used for whatever celebratory and i don't care how much we spend it's because at the end of the day this is what we have built up into it and whenever and so when something happened we go we hit a record in the for a week in the office i take the whole team out you know nice. whoever want, who can come because it'd be like hey we hit a record if we didn't realize we we're gonna get there we got there okay we're going out tonight who wants to come yeah. it's all on me let's go have fun yeah. and it was one of those things where um we my again my wife really trained me to do that but again it's a dopamine kick it's so important yeah. um like i said the littlest things now if i get a new client i celebrate wife come on let's go we're gonna go let's get something to we, we like to cook at home a lot more now and i'm always like let's go get this this and this and let's go celebrate and she's like yeah. cool let's do it and i'm like hey got a new client let's make it happen um and celebrating those victories has been makes the journey a little just more enjoyable yeah Totally, dude. And, you know, it's funny because you're saying that and it's it's amazing that our wives have to teach us those things as men because we just don't think of that. We're just conquerors. We're adventurers. We just go kill and bring it home, but we don't think about celebrating the kill. We just go for killing something else. Um, but when you think about it, it's when I run, I, I've been running now like 5Ks in the morning, uh, five days a week um, in order to just build up, you know, better cardio, all that good stuff. And each time, and I've been doing it for years, but now more recently, but anyway, for years, I'd come up, and as soon as I run past my mailbox, every single time, I visualize a finish line with like a piece of tape across it, right? And every single time, I run as hard as I can at that finish line, and I put my arms out, and I, and I visualize myself running through that finish line, and I celebrate by jumping and just pumping my fist and being like, yes, we did it. And it's no one's watching but me. Right? It's not like there's an audience. This is not. This is just something I do, and I've done it for years. But that's the celebration of the fact that I'm so blessed to have a body that can do this, and I need to to give it the opportunity and to run it. And you know, it, for me, each and every day, I, I, it's like, dude, that's a win already. Five k done. Let's go. Let's go work out now. Then cold shower. Right after that, I'm like, yes, I get to do this. I get to do this. I get to do this. Thank goodness. There's people that woke up today that can't do this and wish. The, the number one wish is that they had the opportunity that I just got done doing. Let's not squander this, you know, and, and to just visualize that running through that, that finish line is something that each time I, I do it, I'm like, this is me celebrating. I, this is, yeah. So my point is to even listeners out there, like, what are you doing when you're doing some really awesome stuff? How are you celebrating it? Cause that's what makes it stick. That's what makes your mind want more of it. Your body want more of it is when you start celebrating, whether it's with others or by yourself or whatever it might be. How are you celebrating? And are those celebrations empowering you or disempowering you? Because I used to think a celebration was, hey, I'm going to go out and get a couple of drinks and all that. And I'm not knocking that if somebody wants to do that. But that used to be my method of doing that. The problem was that the alcohol would bring me down, right? It would take the, uh, the celebration right out. And I'd be like, oh, crap. The next day I woke up in a funk and I'm like... Man, that sucks. It takes me two or three days to get back on my feet. And then, then I'm like, why would I do that again? And I did that for way too long right before I made this realization. I'm like, now I'll do my, uh, my carbonated flavored water is fine. It's, you know, maybe a, a club soda with a lime kind of tastes a little bit like beer, but don't need that, you know, but again, I don't have an issue with that. But the point is that I found other ways to celebrate that I don't have to pay for it for days to come and take that energy away. Because if we're only here for so long, why are we wasting time on things that are not bringing us that joy and fulfillment? That's the big thing right there. I mean, that's that's uh, that's you just summed it up right there at the end, right? Why are we spending more time on the things that bring us fulfillment? Because time is the one thing we don't get back. Everybody that's knows right. that's the currency yeah. we can never get back. You can always make more money back. You can always do all. You can get your health back. You can you can you can do certain things like that. But time mm -hmm. you can never get back. So it's um, doing that. And I love the whole visualization. You're running through the finish line. That is just that's awesome. It, it, it's what that's the thing. That's, you're, you're taking in so much there. I mean, it's it's just it, it's the power of visualization. Yeah. Right. And then it's the aspect of gratitude, which means, hey, I'm, I'm blessed I'm able to do this. I have a body that can do this still, you know, because other, there's, other, there's people in hospitals and you're, at your age that mm -hmm. will love to trade places with you. Um, 
you know, and then just having that. And I think a lot of times we get so caught up in this world that we forget, you know, like I always say, like I used to, I don't, I, it's been a long time since I've said it, but I used to be able to say like, oh, I have to go, I have to go work out. And my wife's yeah. like, why do you mean I have to? And now it's like, man, hey, hon, I have to, I got to get my workout in because yeah. I'm blessed to be able to do that. My body needs it. Yeah. And I need to make sure I'm keeping this thing resilient because the older I get, uh, the more I'm going to have to face adversities with my physical health. And I'm going to make sure I'm going to be top notch shape for until I'm the time, time I go. And I'll still be in shape when the time I go. That's but right. it's one of those things where, and I visualize that. Like I visualize seeing myself aging and staying in amazing shape. Yeah. And, and I do that every time when I'm working out. I'm like, I'm not working out for now. It has nothing to do for now. It's yeah. not for the next three months or six months. And what I'm doing now, and this is visualization, this is goals, this is mm-hmm. vision, this is success, all these things. I'm able to visualize that every time I work out, it's me at 70, 80, 90, yeah. still doing this, being able to. People go, you're how old? How yeah. the heck do you have that? And I'm sitting there and go, I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. you know, And be that model. Not for ego. It has nothing to do with ego. Because like, it sounds like I'm going ego route. It's more to show people too then. There's another part of it. Is to show that you don't aging is a beautiful thing. Yep. And yep. we have to see that. It's a whole other thing I could talk about. But it's it's just embracing that process. It, it sure is, man. And, and, you know, it's so perfectly said there because, you know, my wife and I, we've talked and we said, you know, our goal, success to us is being able to climb mountains when we're 80. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by working out most days, you know, and keeping your body flexible, keeping it strong and doing the things that suck. <laughs> right. Let's face it. And, and, and the goal, the hope is that all of this accumulates into a, a lifestyle where that's possible. Now, we never know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I want to make sure that we've given it every single opportunity. She works out five, six, seven days a week, and, and I do at least five a week, and it's, it's not because of trying to show anything, um, you know, just to try to build muscle and be all, you know, whatever, egotistical. That's not what it's about. What it's about is just having vitality, having energy. When my kids want to do something, we, my oldest and I, we go play pickleball from time to time, and it's fun to go out there, and I'm like, I'm 44, he's 16, you know, and I'm like, I still can kick his butt. This is pretty good, right? I'm not that old yet. I know that, but at 54, 64, 74, I still want to be able to do that. And that doesn't happen when, you know, you're like 73 and you're like, you know what? I really wish I had good health right now. So I'm going to start working on that. That could help. But man, this is a, this is a, a, a choice. This is a discipline. And that discipline, hopefully over time, we never know, but hopefully it pays off. We have a much higher chance of getting a return on that investment than we would on just about any other investment for sure. Yeah, no, I love it. And it's, it's embracing the suck, but it creates the, the joy of what you were just sharing, right? Yeah. The playing pickleball with your son and yeah. things like that that that's the that's the vision that's success to be able to continue to do that and to enjoy that process and the feelings that come from that and then just continually that now that becomes motivation i wouldn't say motivation that's inspiration yeah. now it's like heck yeah how can i do more especially when they start kicking your butt and pick a ball then you're like all right now i need to level up a little exactly. bit more here <laughs> no it's exactly right and you know it's you're also especially with kids you you're a father as well you know our our kids are looking up to us they're looking up to a model what is my dad doing what is my mom doing what are they doing? Like, are they, I'm sorry, but that's, that's the reality that becomes their reality. This is acceptable. This is a standard. So what is that standard going to be? If you want your kids to be more successful than you, then you better get off your ass and start moving, right? Because you're only going to set a bar for them. They're going to always want to climb over, right? We always want to one up our parents, right? It's like a deep part of our, our wiring. We want to do what they did plus more. We, it's just part of our wiring. So let's set the bar really freaking high, right? Let's set the bar high and not by telling them they have to do certain things by them seeing what we do as a standard and then thinking, all right, what's the next level to that? Cause there's nothing I want more Vic than to watch my kids leapfrog me. I cannot wait to see. And it's already happening in so many different ways when I see what my kids are up to now. And I'm like, man, they're so much better at that than I'll ever be. And I'm so happy for that. Like then it makes me want to push myself too to get up there and be able to hang out with them. My youngest wants to play uh, he wants to play basketball, and I don't know a thing about basketball except that you throw it in the hoop, right? So now it's something else that we'll learn, so I can go play with him a little bit. You know what I mean? So, and he's gonna he's gonna teach me that. So I don't know. It's it's exciting to to keep constantly pushing, and because it's all at the end of the day, you know, if, if freedom is the target, and, and I know it is for Vic and I, the question is, you know, freedom from what or for what, and being more more purposeful in those thoughts, because then you know you can actually win the game of life. If you yeah. can win the game of life daily, oh, it's so much fun. 
Oh yeah, it's so much more enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, and and the thing is, like, you brought up something that's like a huge thing for me when it comes to looking at like overall success is that like having your kids leapfrog leapfrog you. Yeah. Right. To me, that's like the ultimate for me. It, that's because that's my legacy. Yeah. It's not what you. I remember listening to some billionaire and he was saying how he goes, nobody knows who I am. You guys don't know anything about who I am, but you know you use what I created every single day. And it was fascinating when he shared this and I was listening to it and he goes, but the thing is my legacy is not that my legacy is my kids. That's what continues on. And I, and I've heard this over and over and I started to go, you know, that's, that's, that's all I care about. That's why my family's number one to me over everything else. Cause I want to embrace so much. So I'm, I'm 40 hell when my, when my firstborn, that's all I have as a daughter right now. But, um, when she's 20, I want her to already be well beyond what I was at 40. Heck, I, heck, ten. If you, if it was possible, at ten. But the thing is, it's just, and it's, it's just to see, you know, to have to support her and give her all the support that she needs and has compared to what I didn't have, and then but also at the same time, because everyone says I want to give my kids what I, with what, what I never had. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to give them the whisk and give them that. And it's like, no, no, no. Give them what you know. Give them stuff that they you know, not need. What does that phrase go? Yeah, we always want to give our kids what we did we didn't have growing up, um, material wise. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's it's like no, give them what they didn't they you didn't get and beyond internally. Yeah. Give them what they need yeah. to thrive in the world. That you couldn't have said a better dude, and you're exactly right. I see a lot of parents. You know, I've my kids are 13 and 16 now, and I see parents when it comes times for the car. Right? It's like, oh yeah, no problem. We're gonna buy you a car. We'll give it to you. You know, my parents made me work for it, so we're gonna give you a car, and we're gonna make sure we pay for this and pay for that and pay for this. And I'm like. Dude, it's not about the pay, right? My my oldest wants a car and he's working right now for it. Could we buy him one? Sure, no problem. We're not going to give it to him. He's going to work for it. And not because we're trying to be sticklers, because he actually learns a very valuable lesson there. A very valuable lesson. And you know damn well he's going to take care of that car. And it's not even that part. It's the self-sufficiency, right? It's the, I can go out and I can earn this myself and I can build this myself. I don't have to ask for people to for handouts. And yes, it's going to take longer. We've got to drive more. All I don't care. It's a life lesson that will can only be taught now, right? And I, I personally believe that when parents buy their kids stuff like that, like cars and all of the whatever they want, that they're ruining those kids. That they are taking out of them something that needs to develop exactly at this time in life. And I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of entitled kids, and I feel like that's where it starts when the things just like, oh, yeah, I need a car. Well, mommy, that'll go buy it for me. Oh, I need a this. I want an apartment. They'll pay for it. Oh, I need this for. They'll pay for it. I want a dirt bike. They'll pay for it. Like that. You're not helping your kids. Let's be honest. You're not helping your kids. Let them earn the money. Let them go out and do this because that's going to teach them a lesson they will that they will always value in life. Yeah, and that's, I can agree with you more. I mean, it's one of those things where when you can give them those types of values, it it, it does help them become more self sufficient, and then it becomes I'm going to do this on my own. Yeah. Not, and I, I mean, and, and it's cause I, I didn't get, I didn't have that, those types of parents, but we didn't come from money at all. So it was one of those things where mm-hmm. I was like, I had to be self-sufficient just because we just, it was either you don't get it or you're going to have to figure something out. Yep. And so it became that point where I was like, okay, how can I make things work? You know, I wanted to, I remember my dad, he make ends meet and he barely pay me once in a while with his job. And I used to tell him all the time, I was like, dad, I need to make money. I need, I, I want to get things. I don't want to be asking for you whenever you're, you were able to give me a $20 bill here and there. I was like, I want to be able to, and so eventually I was like, you know what? I went out and I got a job and I worked my butt off and, uh, I was able to make enough to where I was able to get things, do this and do that. And I was just like, okay, that's how this works. All right. All right. And I'm only making like eight, $9 an hour. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, how can I take this to another level now? So I can yeah. be more self-sufficient. How can I get to this level and this level? And, and that's just where it comes. And it has paid off in the long run because yeah. now when I'm in situations or whatever it may be, I'll figure things out. Yep. And I'll be like, this is what I have to do. I'm not looking for a break. I'm going to make things work one way or another. I'm going to have to figure something out um, and be efficient and, and provide value and all those kind of things. So, yeah, I agree with you on all those things. And um, there's so many valuable lessons that they can. And the sooner they learn that, though, because yeah. I wish I had, a, you know, I, I, I was kind of my, my, my situation is a little different. But I wish I was able to, you know, if I learned that early on in my teenagers, <clears throat> game yeah. changer. Yeah, I'm talking about little things, but I was only looking at little things. I wasn't looking at the bigger picture of things and I wish I was taught that earlier but it, it is a game changer for them yeah. massively and, and you're absolutely right when it comes to if you want to pour into your kids and you want to spoil them spoil them with knowledge spoil them with experiences spoil them with deep thought spoil them with the idea that maybe they can even meditate with you spoil them with the things that you know are going to bring them joy and fulfillment 
and that would be your biggest legacy with them. They can go out and earn the money to buy the things. Don't connect things to success that early in life. Connect all the other pieces to it. That can be your biggest you know, legacy with your children. And that's, that's my goal is to do exactly that time spent and being able to teach them stuff and, and being blessed enough to be free enough to be able to say, yeah, you got a soccer game, I'll be there. Oh, you wanna go play pickleball? Let's go do it. Like, and not being like, oh, I have to work, I have to work. And that, that's the freedom we talk about success. That's my success is that I'm like, yeah, you know what? In 15 minutes from now, I can go for a hike if I want to, right? I still got work to do, but that can wait till a little bit later. That's freedom to me. Yeah. I get joy from the work. I get joy from the hike and it's my choice, right? It's, it's money. Only thing money does is gives you more choices, right? And sometimes they're tough choices and sometimes they're good choices. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, it really, for the kids side, I truly believe that kids need to earn their way and they need to to learn what it takes to earn that. Pour into them everything else, let them do all the physical and uh, material things. Love it, couldn't agree more, brother. Cool. All right, sir, so obviously we've had, uh, we gotta wrap up here, so I appreciate everything you've been talking about. It's always good stuff. I always like when I talk to a brother that's, uh, that's in the same path. Um, how can people find you? How can they engage you? I know you've, you're an author, you do all kinds of cool stuff. Like, How else can they, can they uh, get connected? Yeah, the easiest way is my website, empoweryourreality.com. I have access to my books. I have my podcast. I have courses up on there. You want to follow me on social media. It's on the bottom left of the website. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, and TikTok per se. Um, but uh, you can find, I'm always sharing stuff and content and, and so forth. Uh, just, you know, I'm on a mission to just try to help elevate the mind and do things a little differently than what the status quo has been for quite some time. There's a new paradigm that's coming through and it's hitting a lot of resistance. And that's kind of the, where I'm at and trying to uh, shift gears. And we talked a lot about that today. So that's where you can find all my stuff is on my website. Awesome. Well, thank you, Vic. It's been quite, uh, quite a beautiful conversation. I hope that the listeners got as much as I did from this episode. And uh, Vic, I wish you the very best on your journey and uh, empowering people as you have been and will continue to do. And uh, guys, reach out to him and take a look at his website. He's got some awesome stuff over there. And hopefully you learned something today. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.